Yeah, what's going on, people? Welcome back to the Makayara Podcast. It's Raj chilling with you. You know how it is. Oh, wow. This is a late recording. I am recording this on like a fucking Monday evening, late afternoon. I'll just put it up immediately. Yeah. There's a reason, though. There's a reason I didn't record on Saturday and put it on Sunday. Or I even record on Sunday and put it on Sunday. Um, so this is like kind of a new record for me. I did four shows this week. As you can probably tell by the title of this pod. Um, that's crazy. I've not, I don't think I've ever done four shows in a week. Um, even if I did MCing, I don't think I did, you know, that much. And, uh, it was really awesome. It was like the variety, you know, of the, how the jokes were delivered and how the crowd responded. Everything was all over the place, but yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. So, uh, sit tight and, uh, we'll see. And, uh, I really want to just brain dump all my thoughts that I have uh, accumulated in the past week. The first show was the open mic on Tuesday, which I pretty much hit every week. I don't think I've missed a Tuesday open mic in a very long time. I'm very thankful to the Lemon Stand for giving me a spot every week. I'm glad that they trust me and you know, it's a positive feedback loop. The more spots I get, the better you get at it. And uh, then you know, you do a good job, they give you more slots, more time and that kind of thing. The open mic went well. Uh, it went well. And I did kind of, you know, I've been realizing that uh, the seven minute set that I'm working with, right? I keep finishing it at like six minutes, um, you know, six and a half minutes max. And I realized, yeah, my pacing is, my pacing is really fast. So I'm trying to bring it down. Um, and if you listen to this podcast, you probably think, that I speak fast or maybe you're used to it or maybe you know everyone our age and I know a social circle speak at this speed um, I don't know how does it compound when I'm on stage and then I'm trying to brain dump all the written material that I have so I want to dig deep into the speed of the material because it is a recurring theme um, more on that later so the open mic on Tuesday went well uh, I really enjoyed it not huge crowd, but it was good. And then on Thursday, I did uh, Jackie and Friends. So those of you who don't know, Jackie is a established comic in Singapore. He's like, he's known as like one of the youngest full-time comics. Uh, maybe the youngest full-time comics. He's two years older than me. Um, his, that show was phenomenal. I absolutely killed. People were dying. And uh, when everything, you know, I finished the set, I looked at my watch. I was like, six minutes? Jeez. Okay, I am really, and um, this is too fast. I gotta, I gotta figure this out. Either, and it's not like, it's not like, I took out too much content to meet the timing. You know what I mean? It's like I am rushing through it, so I, I'm subconsciously trying to hit the timing. I'm like, I have a phobia of exceeding the timing, so I want to have that artistic ability to hit right at seven minutes or 655 you know what i mean that is i love that that's that's a new game for me now that's a new game because like you know how if you play guitar hero or something you only get the points if you hit the note at the exact right time too early or too late right then what's the point you know it's that's music but i think things like tempo and pace and all that applies to stand up as well i'm still learning so much about stand up it's it's amazing. It's amazing how much an art form 
gives you and requires out of you because it's like a minimalist art form in a sense that you don't need any instruments uh, all you need is a microphone and a stool and you know there's no stool sometimes also um, but yeah I really like how how much you can put into it so it's a beautiful art form I fall in love with it more and more every day just how I fall in love with my grill more and more every day mm. so Jackie and friends went really well you know I really killed um, it was weird. There was one familiar face, and uh, I was, I was thinking, uh, is it gonna be weird, or it's like one of those people, um, like I met with uh, a JC friend of mine this week, and she said she hates running into people from your past when you're out in public, and I kind of get the sentiment, but I'm not that paranoid. But you know, I guess she's even more introvert introverted than I am. I I'm what am I introverted? I don't know. I don't know. I'm ambiverted. Uh, I'm converted. You know what I mean? Um, like, when the crowd is really into it, and then you're really present, everything you do just works. And like, you just fall in love with the art. And Jinx was there. And Jinx is a huge comedian in Singapore. And he, you know, when I spoke to him after the show, and he was like, after my set, and he was like, really good stuff. His written set is really good. And I was like, wow. That means a lot coming from him because Jinx is a very good writer. Um, moving on. So after Jack and Friends, the next one was Friday. And Friday was kind of a terrible show. I was opening. Uh, so I got the first slot. And it's weird because you're opening. People are, well, they're eating, right? So, so they're not that comfortable laughing. Um, but I'm not blaming the food or anything for me. I wouldn't say bombing, but it was, it wasn't the response wasn't as lovely as I would have liked it and uh, again I was rushing until the club owner Liam he pointed it out you're like you're rushing so you need to watch your pace it's a good set but you need to watch your pace I was like 100% I will I promise you I'll do that um, so this crowd was different I hadn't performed to this demographic uh, I think maybe ever so these were old married, uh, old like, they were like boomer married couples. They had kids and everything. So I realized, okay, my material doesn't, you know, it doesn't hit. Because I'm talking about woke culture. I'm talking about uh, trans people. And I'm talking about racism and these kind of things. They don't care. You know, these are married couples. They don't care about that. They want jokes kind of like, you know, they want to relate to jokes. Sorry, not they want to relate. They will relate to jokes which are more about their experiences you know so maybe things like you know family drama you know husband and wife jokes maybe politics that kind of thing so i'm kind of still working on my craft to find that um the writing that works for the maximum number of audience but also the performance meaning the pacing the tempo the punchlines the theatrics all these things to really like sell the writing and uh yeah it's a riddle that i'm just constantly solving yeah the good news is at least i have a by right seven minute set pretty much memorized pat so i'm going to trust my you know my memory and slow it down such that i know that i can hit all the jokes and come in at a nice time you know beautiful delivery, beautiful pacing and that kind of thing. You know, um, one of the most important things you can do in any facet of life 
find out where you're weak at, find out your failures and that kind of thing and aggressively beat the shit out of that thing until, you know, that that little, you know, you know how you miss a spot when you're cleaning? That part is squeaky clean, you know? You have to aggressively at- attack your weak points and your failures. And uh, that's why we do what we do. And uh, that's why I really love it. It's, yeah, I mean, how many times have I told you guys like that in the meaning of life is what you do um, before you die and this is what I want to do and I'm really really in love with the process and uh, these are things I'm like oh man I want to learn um, this how people react the psychology of it yeah okay so that was Friday's show Saturday I didn't perform I didn't put my name up because my girl and I uh, we went for a concert that night so I didn't put my name I'm, I'm, I got the concert tickets way before I even got weekend shows yeah not good at predicting the future, I guess. Uh, yeah, so the next, the fourth show. So those Tuesday and Thursday and Friday, right? The fourth show was Sunday evening and that's called Cafe and I was hosting. Uh, you know, it's the one, the LaughWorks organized by Satch. Uh, Satch, I don't know. I Apparently it's Satch and then there's another guy, I called him Jug and he was like, no, it's Jag. So I was like, okay. I, I, I couldn't give a fuck. Uh, and then that show, I thought it didn't, didn't go well, but then when I watched the video again, it went well. However, ah, yeah, this, this stupid beeper, you know, when you order from a restaurant, then they give you a beeper um, while you wait for your food. Then when your food is ready, they make it beep, and then it's so loud and annoying, right? Dude, that thing interrupted my punchline, so people didn't hear my punchline. And then the worst thing is, it was a really good joke. It was a joke that I pretty much always killed. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. And then I needed it to kill because I called back to it later in the set as well. So I'm like, ah, dude. So I had to sacrifice that joke. I had to sacrifice the best joke. But lesson learned, man. Beep, I have to be more present. So slow down. And then when the beeper and that kind of thing happens, I have to work around it. I have to wait for it to stop. I have to call it out. Because that's what I did last time also. So I have to... I have to really work at it, man. I have to really work at it. There's, there's, dude, this mountain seems to be getting taller and taller the more I climb it, which is something I love. Yeah. Masochist. Like, I'm a... I, I, I don't know. I'm, I love to... I love the Sisyphus aspect of it. You know the Sisyphus, the Greek uh, story about the guy who keeps pushing up the boulder up the mountain and he'll never stop. Yeah, that's... For me, that's life. That's what I want out of life. So that kind of wraps up the four shows i did this week and uh it <laughs> it was possibly five shows and then like in the future six maybe um but i'm not sure if it's sustainable because like it really affects my sleep uh, i get home late and then i automatically wake up early in the morning so my girl's also exhausted so uh i think a sustainable three shows would be great um focus on the writing focus on the rehearsing and other stuff as well Gotta play the long game, and the long game requires me to pace myself. Well, that just fuck. Oh my god, I played myself. Never. Ah, fuck. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed at how meta my own shit is. You know what I mean? I I the, I prank myself. I prank myself. Uh, a bunch of stuff happened. I think I so I met my JC friend. Uh, which was interesting to talk about life and all that. Uh, I met a couple, I, I, one of my old friends from uni, uh, 
she came for the Cold Cafe show. I'm very grateful for that. And uh, we got to talking about uh, our life changes and uh, what's going on now. Talk about career and these kind of things. So that was good. That was good. It's, you're an adult and, you know, the friendships, they're kind of, the friendship interactions, right? They're just few and far in between. Um, but I, it's, it's more quality than quantity. You know what I mean? Yeah, a huge part of our a huge part of our life, you just spend uh, working on something. It may not be your main job, but you know, working on something. You could be working on, uh, you know, getting through the latest season of Manifest. You know, season I think it's season four, part one. Yeah, I'm like four episodes in. My girl finished it already. I, I are you surprised? I'm not surprised. What the hell? Hey, but okay, but guys, this is great news. She didn't just like play it in the background and then like you know, go do jumping jacks and, you know, run the rest of her life. She actually watched it. She watch-watched it. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Two times speed? No, I think she watched it properly. So I did think a lot about how it's more important to focus on your writing so that you can make your way up, you know, through the, you know, through all these uh, different comedy shows and then like you level up, you know, from five minutes to seven minutes, hosting seven minutes, then to 10 minutes and that kind of thing. And uh, I would love to have bulletproof writing. And uh, I think that's definitely important. So I'm not going to riff as much. Uh, however, to make it natural and stuff, I want to make sure I don't overcook my writing. You know, I don't overprepare. And then I'm stressed about memorizing it like a script. And uh, memorizing it like a script leads to me rushing through it because I'm doing a brain dump. You know, like an exam. If uh, you memorize this entire chapter on like neurons and the question is something like, uh, how is an apple different from a neuron? You just do a whole brain dump on neurons, you know, fill up the entire page. Like, you know, when you write until like there's not enough lines left, then you still keep, you, <laughs> you still keep writing shit and you get zero for the question because you didn't answer it. That's, that's stupid. That's, you know what that is? That is stupid. Okay. You can't even blame the Singaporean education system if you are that stupid. Okay. You have to answer the question. Okay. That's, you have to give people what they want. Okay. That's, that's like 101 life 101 okay that's how you that's how you get anything done so the final thing that i want to touch on is uh something weird happened this week in our comedian whatsapp group chat so one of the new guys like really new he's done open mics like twice uh so he's been messaging other people in the group um soliciting business right so it turns out He's trying to spread awareness, not spread awareness, but like let people know that there's a course that they can sign up for. It's like a TikTok social media marketing course kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to put the name or the links or anything here because I don't think they need much more notoriety or publicity, even though like no one listens to my podcast. But it, I don't think it's like I put in my podcast, then, then people will know them less. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, so uh, people complain to the club owner Liam and then Liam kicked him out of the group and uh, he reached out to me also so that was a funny thing he reached out to me after he got kicked out of the main group so I feel like what the fuck how'd you how'd you get my number how'd you what how fast are you moving you know what I mean that you have the number all the numbers saved first or something like that but hey whatever dude whatever yeah it was it's it's a bit weird. So my girl and I were talking about this. I shared the screenshots and everything with her, right? So 
this guy is a bit off. The comedian, he's a bit off. You know, we suspect that he's maybe a little bit on the spectrum or something. Um, and he may not be fully aware that, you know, it's not right to solicit business. Because he's kind of working for his... No, no, I wouldn't say working. He's working with his so-called friend who is the one who is running these courses. So it's as though that so-called friend um, manipulated and tricked him into doing it. Uh, maybe he's not aware. But maybe he is. I don't know. What? Who are we to judge, you know? Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, the poor poor kid is out. And Liam said, like, if you ever step foot in the club again, uh, you get my foot up your ass. Oh, man. It's funny as shit. Uh, that okay, here's the thing. Um, you have to you, you have to respect other people's privacy. You shouldn't be spamming people, right? It's kind of like those insurance agent friends who come out of the woodwork after you start working. Uh, it's kind of like that, but this is a little bit worse. I think it's because TikTok and social media stuff is, you know, you, you can say insurance is for your health, right? This is for what, you know? And this is a cause and it's, the idea is to help the comedians get on TikTok and then spread their stuff um, such that they can go viral and the publicity comes in that way. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell if I should feel sorry for him or he's a dick or that kind of thing. But yeah, anyway, the... The comedian WhatsApp group just lit up after that. Everyone was like, let's write jokes about him. Let's roast him. <laughs> Everything. Uh, we thanked the club owner, Liam, for helping us out. And uh, yeah, I was the first. Like Everyone was like, this is how it happened. Liam dropped the news and then everyone was like, thanks, 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 thanks. And I was the first person who, instead of thanks, I said, I called dibs on writing a joke about him. So <laughs> I got the ball rolling. Unfortunately, and then people are replying to me like, "Hey, I also want Latibai," and that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, that's the that's comedians in a nutshell, you know. Almost anything that happens, right? We try to find funny, funny in it. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It was, you know, uh, the people who didn't get uh, messaged, didn't get a message from him, asked what happened, and I was like, "Fucking around." I said, "Like, it's a pig butchering scam. Be careful." <laughs> So next week, uh, just going to do three shows and uh, it's going to go well. Got a bunch of new stuff I want to try out. There's a bunch of old stuff uh, that I want to refine further, especially the pacing stuff. So uh, we'll see how it goes, man. Let's see how it goes. Um, apologize if the pod is all about comedy now. I mean, you know, if you guys kind of was expecting me to write more about, write more about, talk more about funny things that happen, funny ideas that I have, you know, because, like, there are a lot of joke ideas which I realize aren't good enough for the stage, so I just chuck them into the pod. Um, I kind of, I do have a couple of those around, um, but, now right now, I just, you know, I'm, I'm almost at the 20-minute mark, so I, I don't want to put those jokes there now. And, uh, anyway, I don't have any more clips um, of the Rose Battle because that's over. I, I've, now I'm thinking I should have recorded the second one. Okay, hopefully there's another one coming and I can record it and I'll put it in the pod. Um, or maybe put it on YouTube. Who knows? Um, let's see. Uh, do check out the YouTube channel uh, and uh, tickets for the open mic night. 
and uh, the headlining night, uh, so I will be there. Um, let's see. Yeah, t- this week's clip is quite short. It's like 40 seconds, but okay, uh, I'm kind of running out of clips as well. You know, and there's not much riffing I can do. We'll see how it goes. And uh, I'm also waiting for Jackie to send me the clip of my set because uh, he recorded for all of us. Very sweet of Jackie. So Jackie and Friends is really a cool show, man, really. And the parlor is it's a very strange looking place. You know, there's NFTs on the wall. You know, it's the staircase railing is like gold and shit. Yeah, it looks, it looked like the headquarters of the Squid Game organizers. Yeah, it was very posh and stuff. But then, like, people had no space to sit. Like, they were sitting right in front of my face. It was really weird. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I will keep you guys updated on how it goes and uh, maybe be back with better stories next time. Peace.